Why has Triple H been so successful? Why is Triple H running WWE better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard on Monday and Friday night? Long-term booking. What is going on, guys? Thank you so very much for joining me right here on Off The Script. This is your Friday Night Smackdown post-show for March 17th, 2023. I am your host, JD, from New York. As always, coming to you live from the OTS venue. Thank you guys so very much for joining me on your Friday evenings, wherever you may be, man. Feel like shit. I feel like shit, man. I got a sinus headache that could kill a fucking rhino. Right now, I don't know how I'm going to get through this show, but we're going to try our best to get through this show. Before we get into anything, first and foremost, thoughts, prayers, and love, as always, for Raging Girl Gamer, who I know is in the chat, to her and her family for the recent passing of her mother. Everybody throw some prayer emojis in the chat for Rage. We're all thinking about you. We love you. Thank you for being here, as always, and we appreciate you. Every single time you're in the venue, and what a moment it was on the podcast last night. Thank you to Rage for being here, as always. Number two, uh, thoughts and prayers to the family of Lance Reddick, who, if you guys don't know, was a part of the acclaimed series, The Wire. He starred in the John Wick series, and to me, who I know him most famously for, is Cap- uh, not Cap- uh, Captain Zavala, Commander Zavala. Uh, in uh, Destiny 2, he's Commander Zavala in Destiny 2 or the Destiny universe, and he is uh, no longer with us. He passed away at the very young age of 60 years old, so, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to his family, man. That was a shock today. That actually made me quite sad to see that on my Twitter feed. Uh, I can't play Destiny without hearing his voice. Seriously, I, I won't look at Destiny the same uh, without him being the voice. Maybe they do something to kind of pay homage to him later on in the season as we get closer to the final shape, the final expansion for Destiny 2. I don't know. I felt like that was a, a big deal, so I wanted to make sure you guys knew about that if you guys knew who he was, man. 60 years old is way too young, man. Seriously, Lance Reddick, thoughts and prayers and love to his family. Rest in peace. SmackDown tonight, man. I thought tonight was a very good show. Tonight's SmackDown kind of laid the final pieces to the puzzle down for WrestleMania while also adding some new twists and turns to the WrestleMania card. I'll talk about that in a little bit. The biggest thing that happened tonight, no doubt about it, everybody's going to be talking about it, is the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens reunion at the end of the show that you could have saw coming from a mile away. And it's something that I was hoping for at the start of the show with the promo between Cody, Sammy, and KO. We got what we wanted. We got what we wanted. The match is official. Not really official by WWE standards, but the match is basically all but confirmed for WrestleMania. Depending on where it goes, I think it should be the main event of night one. We'll talk about that in a little bit. There seems to be some controversy going on 
with The Observer and what Fightful's reporting about the main event of WrestleMania Night 1. This should be the main event of Night 1 for WrestleMania, no doubt about it. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens now back on the same page. They hugged it out. That place erupted in Kansas City tonight, and it was a special, special moment, and I would be lying to you guys just because of the week that we've had with Rage and her mom and my grandmother and the fact that I'm feeling absolutely like shit. I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't have some watery substance kind of emit from my eyeballs tonight. And no, it wasn't allergies. I thought that was a fantastic moment. I thought that was, excuse me, it's going to be happening throughout the show, so bear with me. Um, I thought that was a fantastic moment. And we are now off and running to have one of the greatest storylines in WWE history paid off the right way at WrestleMania. We're going to talk about that when we get into the open of the show. But that was exactly what we needed to see. And I'm glad they finally got that final piece to the puzzle in place for WrestleMania. And it all revolved around Kevin Owens and what he wanted, man. You know, nobody knew what Kevin Owens wanted coming into this. You know, it wasn't really abundantly clear what he wanted. Tonight, it was abundantly clear what he wanted. Tonight, it was abundantly clear that he always cared about Sami Zayn. Always, no matter what. Through all the the hardships and through all the tough exterior that Kevin Owens showed Sami Zayn, he always loved Sami Zayn no matter what. And that's exactly what he did tonight. He showed you exactly how he felt. All, all Kevin Owens wanted was, I love you. I want to be your friend. I want to be your best friend. Sami Zayn was using his words the wrong way. And that really got under Kevin Owens' skin tonight to say, you know what, I tried to talk to this guy. He's telling Cody, I tried to talk to you guys. I don't, I'm good. I don't want anything to do with it. But tonight, it it was made abundantly clear that Kevin Owens, all he wanted was his brother back. And he wanted that Sami Zayn moment where he admitted, bro, I need you. I love you. You're my best friend. Let's do this together. Instead of claiming, we don't have to be friends, but you and I will work better together instead of on our own. Instead of using him as, as some hired gun that doesn't matter or doesn't mean anything. It's a great moment. It's a great moment. We'll get into all those little details when we get into the actual show and what transpired in that promo between Cody, Sammy, and KO. The other big thing that happened tonight was Gunther finally found a WrestleMania opponent. He will be defending the Intercontinental Championship. And believe it or not, folks, you know, there are a lot of rumblings online about what should be the main event of WrestleMania night one. You know, to be brutally honest with you, you may still believe that Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley should main event WrestleMania. The idea that Rhea Ripley won the Royal Rumble and the excuse that she won the Royal Rumble, if you're basing all of your argument on that, I mean, I don't think you really have many legs to stand on with that one. Uh, Because uh, as we've been told through the annals of history, the Royal Rumble is never a guarantee to main event WrestleMania. But this Intercontinental Championship match... You know, we talk about Rhea and Charlotte. We talk about KO, Sammy, and the Usos. This triple threat intercontinental championship could absolutely steal the entire weekend and could absolutely be a match that main events WrestleMania night one. Nobody's really talking about it 
because the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens storyline is the biggest storyline in all of wrestling. No one's really talking about it, but you put what Triple H has done with the Intercontinental title, and you put those three guys in the main event, and please tell me, please tell me that Triple H has done a fantastic job with that IC title. If anybody hates Triple H for the job that he's done, so be it. You got to at least admit to yourself and tell me, because I've been preaching the fucking choir about the IC title for years, how garbage it was, how Vince dis- disrespected it and threw it away like a piece of garbage. That Triple H has treated that title unbelievably since he's taken over creative. That match could absolutely sit at the top of night one in the main event of WrestleMania. And nobody would bat an eyelash. Nobody would blink an eye. Nobody would have anything to say because look at the three guys that are in that match and look at what Triple H has done with the Intercontinental title. How we got there? A little bit less than what I expected. I mean, I I think WWE could have had a dozen different things that they could have did to get us there. But they got two weeks of television left to go and they want to kind of stretch everything out you know, to the best length possible as long as they could stretch it till we get to WrestleMania, and that's why we got what we got tonight. But I think it was pretty apparent and pretty predictable, not that it's bad, pretty predictable that we were headed towards a triple threat match because all you have to think of is, well, if they do Sheamus and Gunther, why would you leave Drew McIntyre off the WrestleMania card? Why not just add him to that whole intercontinental championship situation They're not leaving him off the WrestleMania show. Where else is he going to go? So throw him in there and have the match be even more of a banger than it would have been with round three of Gunther and Sheamus. No problem with that at all. Love it. I think it's going to be an absolute match that may steal the entire weekend, to be brutally honest with you. Then we got Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Still no match official between those two. WWE may be contemplating what me and a lot of other people have been talking about, where Dominic attacks Rey Mysterio at the Hall of Fame, and the match is set up that weekend. And we go into WrestleMania weekend not knowing if they're going to go one-on-one, and the match is set up on Friday at the Hall of Fame for either night one or night two of WrestleMania. But the story is continuing. I'm intrigued. I think Dominic is handling himself pretty well. I thought Rey Mysterio handled himself pretty well out there, explaining to Dominic what he needed to tell him. And WrestleMania is shaping up to be an all-timer. Very excited about what's going on with WrestleMania. And WWE even added two more matches in the form of multi-person matches. Not really a big fan of adding more matches that don't really mean anything. But, WWE has added some stakes to the ladies' fatal four-way match that will be taking place at WrestleMania. We have a tag team fatal four-way match that I'm assuming will include Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and that will be the in for Ronda and Shayna to go and challenge Becky and Lita for the Women's Tag Team Championship. So at least WWE is trying to kind of work around the fact that Ronda is not going to be capable of going and doing much. If she is ready for WrestleMania, we'll throw her in a match with other women that could carry the load and we'll make sense of why they are coming out on top for the tag team championship opportunity. On the men's side, WWE is actually adding a fatal four-way men's tag team match as well. 
that is going to include the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, amongst others at WrestleMania. Don't really want the WrestleMania card to be loaded with stuff that really doesn't matter. I always like that something means, you know, a little bit on the WrestleMania card. But WWE is also looking at a situation where they may not have Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley take place at WrestleMania. So they needed to do something to kind of round out the card with that match potentially not happening on WrestleMania weekend. So we will dive into all that stuff. There's a lot to talk about. I'm going to try and get through this show the best I can. I feel okay for now. Uh, Once I get the wheels rolling, I'm pretty good. Hopefully there are no uh, stoppages via cough or a sniffle, or a sneeze, or or anything like that. But I appreciate you guys being here tonight, and we'll try and get through this the best that we can. Tonight's show is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped Manscaped.com. You guys are going to use that code SCRIPT20 at checkout. You're going to save 20% off and free shipping. So make sure you guys go get yourself the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From Manscaped. I love it. I think, me personally, it's my favorite product by them ever. And there's no more blades. There's no more messy drawers full of add-ons for your razor, man. You got one razor, 20 settings, and you're going to look and feel great. Thanks to Manscaped. Use that code SCRIPT20 at checkout. Save 20% off and get free shipping at Manscaped.com. We'll talk about my friends over at Manscaped a little bit later. Follow me on social media. At JD from NY206, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. We are now 300 subscribers away from 143,000 subscribers, man. Thank you guys very, very much for all of your support. Loving the growth on the channel. Appreciate you guys very much. And I'm sure we will be there by the time we get to WrestleMania. And that's when we're going to be rolling out the latest addition to the OTS venue and what I love to call my mother's basement. Wait till you guys see what I got planned for you, man. It's going to be a whole brand new, never before done on this channel anyway, experience for the live streams, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Can't wait for you guys to be a part of what I think is going to be the most beautiful design that you see on any live stream ever with what my guys over at DVA Design did, man. Unbelievable. So make sure you guys hit that join button, become a channel member, man. I think we are going to debut it on the Raw after WrestleMania, man. It will be VIP only. So if you guys want access to the chat, you're going to sign up and become a channel member right here on OTS. You don't want to miss out. It's going to be something special, believe me. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. Got 394 and counting on the live stream. Hit that thumbs up. Let's try for 1,000 likes. And that's the minimum tonight. No questions asked. Super Chats are open as always. Never an obligation. Always there if you want it. Ask me anything. You guys want to hang out at the end of the show. Pop open another cold beverage. Super Chats are always there. Get them on in. We'll hang out at the end of the show. Go check out all the other videos you might have missed on the channel. There's plenty of it. We were live last night for uh, an OTS Extra. Some really great discussion on Off The Script Extra last night. So go check that out. Also available on iTunes, Spotify, 
and Blue Wire, the official partner of OTS Audio. And that's pretty much it, man. Is that all? Is that all I got? No more shilling? Huh? Jesse. Jesse, wake up! This fucking guy, man. This fucking guy, man. This guy's sleeping behind the fucking bar. You know, you know, bro, you're not gonna be allowed in my mother's basement, bro. My mom don't want you down there. She don't. Cause you're an asshole, that's why. This fucking guy. You know, bro, listen, you better you better be up to date on that fucking cocktail menu, bro. You know, Brit and Jade are on the menu, man. I can't have you making their drinks all shitty now, okay? This fucking guy. It's unbelievable. Anyway, let's get into the uh, actual show tonight, man. SmackDown. SmackDown. Starts off with the appearance of Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is on SmackDown. He didn't really want to talk about Roman. He's going to save that for Monday. Roman's actually going to be on Monday Night Raw. Believe it or not, man. Roman is showing up on Raw to work. It's amazing. I could count on one hand how many times Roman has showed up on Raw since he's won both of these championships. So he's out there, and he says, Kansas City, what do you guys want to talk about? I think he's uh, overplaying that what do you want to talk about line. That may actually be turned into a T-shirt, believe it or not, sooner rather than later. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Rhodes is in the ring and crowd is chanting Cody, Cody, Cody. Cody's got uh, a lot of momentum going into WrestleMania. He says they could talk about WrestleMania. So in the last few weeks, tempers have been what they have been and the stakes are very high. He then said he has respect for Roman Reigns. I, I think we should curb our enthusiasm about showing Roman Reigns respect. I'm not saying you can't respect him, but coming out weekly and saying you respect Roman Reigns is not going to really make the fans look at Cody Rhodes as the guy to take the titles off of Roman Reigns. You should be angry. You should have a vendetta. You should be standing there with a chip on your shoulder, and you want to tell me that you respect Roman Reigns. I'm not saying you can't, but, I mean, you want to take his titles. There's a reason why you want to take his titles. Your family is better than his family in your eyes. Cut the shit. So Rhodes called Reigns the greatest champion in all of sports. He very well may be. Including his good friend Maxwell. 
Next is a great champion, too. And he's going to go on to be a great champion. Rhodes says he's looking forward to seeing Reigns on Raw and beating Reigns at WrestleMania. Rhodes then said he didn't want to talk about someone. He wanted to talk to someone. He said that he knows Kevin Owens is in the back watching. Rhodes then invited Owens to the ring, and Owens comes out. So we got a big KO chant. Everybody's happy to see KO. People know why he's there. People know what Cody wants to talk about. And Sami Zayn then came out because Cody said, well, this conversation is going to need one more person. It's not about just you. It's about two people, you and this man. And then out comes Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn got a big reaction, big Sami chance. Rhodes said in the spirit of the road to WrestleMania, he's going to peel back the curtain a little bit. And I love this because it ties in what happened to Cody when he left WWE and asked to be released. So I love what Cody went and said here. He says he has a lot of love and respect for Kevin Owens. He said that six years ago, he left WWE with a confidence that he doesn't or that he didn't have like he has right now. Rhodes said he needed contacts and friends And Owens was the one to introduce him to those people. Those people went on to be Adam Page, Matt and Nick Jackson, and Kenny Omega. As you guys know them, the Elite. That's where Cody landed. So Cody left WWE. Cody left WWE because he felt that WWE never saw him as the guy he thought he could be. He went on to the Indies and he made himself into a household name. He made himself into a bigger name than he could have ever made himself in WWE. And he did it by aligning himself and joining forces with the guys that have been incredible friends to Kevin Owens through all of his career as well. And that is the elite. That didn't mention them by name, but you guys know who exactly Cody Rhodes is talking about. Rhodes then said, since they're all present, You know, he needs to repay Kevin Owens. He wants to repay Kevin Owens because Rhodes feels Kevin Owens bettered his livelihood. So Rhodes says that now that they're all present, they need to have this conversation. Crowd started chanting, hug it out, hug it out. Owens says that he's heard everything Zayn has to say. Zayn interjected and said, no, KO, no, Kevin, you haven't heard anything I had to say. Zayn then said that over the years, they've had ups and downs, but have always come back together. He then said that he doesn't understand what's different about this time. Keep that in the back of your mind. If you guys didn't watch the show, or if you watch the show tonight, and I'm kind of catching up on what I was paying attention to, keep that in the back of your mind. Zayn says he doesn't understand what's different about this time. Because they always end up back together. Zane said that he wants Owens to do whatever he has to do so they can get back to working together. Owens then said he came out and listened to Zane like Rhodes asked. Owens asked if they were good. Can I get out of here now? Rhodes then said that they are amongst people, you know, tonight that want to be pleased. That They're in the business of pleasing people. And it doesn't matter what Rhodes wants. It's a ma- it matters what these people want. So it's about what's the, what the audience wants, and everyone wants to see Owens and Zayn on the same page. Again, the crowd started to chant, hug it out. Zayn said that he wants it, 
and the crowd wants it. He says if they come together, they can do something magical to take down the bloodline. Zayn said it may take years for them to repair their relationship, but they can work together to take down the bloodline. We don't have to be friends, but we together are stronger together than we are individually to battle the bloodline. What did Sami Zayn say before? Zayn said that over the years they've had ups and downs, but they've always come back together. He doesn't understand what's different this time. Zayn then went on to say that he doesn't care if they, they are friends or not at the end of this. He just wants to take down the bloodline, and he feels that he could do a better job doing that, get the job done doing that with KO by his side. What's different? What's different, says Sami Zayn. He used the wrong words to try and convince and apologize to Kevin Owens. That's what the problem was. At the end of this segment, all you needed to see was Kevin Owens dejected and walk away from Sami Zayn once again, and you knew the reason why Sami Zayn was standing there without Kevin Owens, his best friend, challenging the Usos at WrestleMania. You knew from this segment alone that all Kevin Owens wanted was, you're my best friend, I love you, I can't do this without you, let's do it. That's all he wanted. From this segment, that's all that Kevin Owens wanted. Kevin Owens walked away. Kevin Owens walked away and Sami Zayn was without Kevin Owens again after pleading with him, let's do it. Cody Rhodes being involved here. I want to throw this out at you. Cody Rhodes being involved here is also a nice little twist. Is Cody Rhodes' involvement going to end at WrestleMania? Feels a little short-sighted there. Cody Rhodes is now responsible for meddling in bloodline business. He's now meddling in bloodline business that doesn't concern him because now he has helped forge the bond between KO and Sami Zayn. Roman is not going to take lightly to that. Now Roman is going to make this personal because Cody is now impeding on bloodline fucking business. He's sticking his nose where it doesn't belong because none of this had anything to do with Cody Rhodes. Now, I wonder if what we're seeing here is going to be a longer storyline after WrestleMania or play into the aspect of being a longer storyline after WrestleMania because I feel that Roman Reigns right now, and I've said this for weeks, I started off thinking Cody's the guy, but... The way things have kind of added up over the weeks, I don't see Cody doing it right now. I never said ever that Cody wasn't the guy. Cody is the guy. Cody might not be the guy at WrestleMania. I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see WWE taking the title off of Roman Reigns with the build that we've been given for this WrestleMania match. I think what has transpired here with Cody getting involved and forging the relationship between KO and Sammy is going to play into a bigger storyline, make it more personal, really up the ante, drive the storytelling, and Cody doesn't get it done at WrestleMania, but gets it done somewhere in the summer, preferably SummerSlam. Does it need to be at WrestleMania? That's the perfect setting for everybody's final chapter. But does Cody Rhodes right now sit 
in a space where that final chapter should be written at WrestleMania? What has he done leading up to this? He hasn't done much. He hasn't done much. He hasn't done much to make you believe. WWE hasn't really told a adequate enough story to make you feel like you need to invest in Cody being the guy to take down Roman right now. And to be brutally honest with you, Roman has not shown any, and I mean any, kinks in his armor to a point where I feel like I could say, hey, Roman, we need to take those titles off of Roman. The only thing people are going to hang up on or hold their hat up on is, oh, well, Monday Night Raw needs a world championship. I absolutely agree with you. I do. That's WWE's fault. I don't book the show. They have Roman appearing on SmackDown and not on Monday Night Raw. They got Roman doing the dual belt thing, and they leave Monday Night Raw without a world championship. I don't book the fucking show. I absolutely agree with you. There are ways to get the WWE title back on Monday Night Raw. I don't know what's taking them so long. Do you think Triple H wants Roman Reigns holding both championships and one show without a world championship? I bet my life savings on Triple H not wanting the current situation that he's in right now with one guy holding two championships in the middle of a fucking brand split. There are ways to do it. I don't know if WWE is going to take those risks. Plus, we've always said, and I know people are really kind of aiming in on that 1,000 days 1,000 days for WWE. They love their analytics. They love their numbers. They love anything that's going to bring spotlight to them. How do you think WWE feels about Roman Reigns losing shy of 1,000 days? Can you honestly see them as a business, as a company that has invested so much into Roman Reigns? Can you see them thinking, well, we got this far. Let's take the belts off of him and not get the opportunity to get Roman to 1,000 days? It's kind of silly when you think about it. They are so close to a thousand days. Why not go all the way with it? It's stupid not to. I don't think Cody wins at WrestleMania. I don't. I don't see the need for Cody to win right now. I don't see the need to take the belt off of Roman Reigns. What we need as a fan base is to be more invested in Cody. Cody needs a little bit more of a struggle. Cody hasn't struggled yet. You can cite the pectoral tear. You could cite what he did before he went out with injury. You could cite the Royal Rumble. None of these things matter. Shit happens. Has Cody struggled with the bloodline? Has Cody gone through the long-term booking with the bloodline to sit there and say, hey, I don't know if I'm going to overcome this. The struggle is there. The investment from the fans, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Is that all there? No, it's not. And I may be sick. And I be, may be under the weather, but I'm not fucking stupid. I know you guys are not invested in Cody the way you were in Sami Zayn. And I know you're not invested enough. If you are, you're bullshitting me. I know you're not invested enough in Cody winning the world titles off of Roman Reigns for right reasons. Your reason is, oh, well, Monday Night Raw needs a world champion. I don't give a fuck who needs a world champion. I know. We know. No shit. But Roman Reigns is not ready to drop the championships because he hasn't done anything to deserve dropping those championships. And Cody hasn't done anything to deserve winning the world title from Roman Reigns yet. Not right now. Sorry. You don't like that take? You don't like that opinion? Go take a walk. Go watch somebody else. But I know if I brought this to a logical discussion with amongst other people, 
There's really nobody that can refute anything I said. All you're going to hang your fucking opinions on is, oh, well, Cody won the Royal Rumble, and Cody's the guy right now, and Monday Night Raw needs a world champion. So what? I need fucking sleep, but I'm here doing this podcast. There are things that we do that we don't want to do. There are things that WWE needs to do that the fans are going to be disappointed by. And that is Cody not winning the title at WrestleMania. I'm sorry. It is what it is. This is what I thought about when I watched this segment unfold. All all that I just told you guys. This is all that I thought about tonight watching this show. Moving on. Owens. Leaving the arena. Jumps into a beautiful-looking Dodge Challenger. Zayn ran up to him before he got in the door. Zayn told Owens to forget everything he said. Zayn said they are friends, and they've always been friends. Before this segment, I tweeted exactly what I told you. All Kevin Owens wanted was an I love you. All Kevin Owens wanted was, you're my best friend. I can't do this without you. I love you. That's all he wanted. Zayn said that they are brothers, I love you, and if you don't want to talk to me again, fine. But I want you to know that you are my brother, you've always been my brother, and I love you. Kevin Owens looked conflicted. He went back into the car, T's getting out of the car, got back in the car, and sped away. Sami Zayn looked dejected and upset that Kevin Owens left the arena, and he left them there all by himself. Exactly what he wanted. Zayn realized that after the opening segment, went and told KO and let KO sit with that, let that fester in his mind. All right, now we're off and running. Now we can get this mega power relationship back on track. Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley versus Santos Escobar and Zelina Vega. In a mixed tag team match, you're going to be seeing a lot more of this in the coming weeks after WrestleMania has concluded because this is going to be the next big thing that WWE pushes. It's going to be Legato and Judgment Day, and I think I think Judgment Day may be moving over to SmackDown. I just have a feeling that's where they're going to end up. Rhea Ripley winning the SmackDown Women's Championship is obviously a catalyst for that, but to be Brutally honest with you, there really isn't much left for Judgment Day to do on Monday night, so they may actually all end up moving to SmackDown. And this feud with Legato is going to take shape. This was fun. This was fine for what it was. Uh, I thought Zelina actually looked pretty good in there. This was probably a very good showing for her, the best I've seen in in months for Zelina Vega. Dominic caught Santos with a dropkick at the bell. Ripley tagged in, tried to kick Escobar, but Zelina came in because mixed tag team rules. The ladies got to be in there at the same time. Can't be in there with the men. Escobar caught Mysterio with a clothesline uh, after Zelina wiped out Ripley with a top rope. Uh, I believe it was a Meteora. So Escobar throws Mysterio to the outside. Vega hit a moonsault to the floor. The Mysterios, after a commercial break, were in control. Escobar... Hit a beautiful-looking drop kick. Ripley came in and dropped Mysterio onto Escobar for a near fall. Vega broke up the pin. Vega then ran wild on Ripley with a running knee and a beautiful tornado DDT, which Rhea Ripley sold the absolute shit out of. Beautiful. Mysterio broke up the pin, got a ton of heat on the pinfall breakup. 
Ripley sent Vega to the floor as Escobar and Mysterio fought on the top rope. Ripley gave Escobar a superplex, and uh, it was a Tower of Doom spot with everybody involved here. Vega then took out Mysterio with a her and Karana. Ripley took advantage, hit the Riptide on Zelina for the one, two, three. And Judgment Day continues their momentum going into WrestleMania. After the match was over, Dominic Mysterio is in the ring and Rey Mysterio confronts his son once again two weeks before WrestleMania. So they're in the ring, Dominic and Ripley. Rey comes out. He and Dominic stared at each other. And Dominic lifted the mic and told Ripley that Mysterio actually showed up tonight. Go figure. Dominic said he went a lot of nights without his father. Mysterio asked Ripley to leave so he could have a moment with his son. So she didn't really leave. She kind of retreated into the corner and stood there listening to both of these guys go at it. Dominic said that Mysterio took his WrestleMania moment away from him. Mysterio cut Dominic off and said he knows he hasn't been there all the time, but son, I still love you. Mysterio said that whether Dominic believes him or not, Dominic is his world. Mysterio said, that's this business. It's a selfish one. And I made sacrifices for the family so that you could have a life that I only dreamed of. So he mentioned Prada and Louis Vuitton and Mercedes and Rolex and all these things that were capable of Rey Mysterio wrestling, capable of getting his family all these beautiful designer clothes and living a life that is fit for a king because of what Ray did and the sacrifices that he made. Mysterio said Dominic got everything he wanted. And the Mysterio name would always bail you out every single time you got in trouble. Mysterio says he's having a hard time coping with all this. He says he's been inducted into the Hall of Fame and it hurts so bad because I want my son with me on the stage next to me. So the crowd started chanting, you deserve it. Mysterio said that maybe... It's too late to have Dominic with him, but his biggest regret is what Dominic has become. Mysterio then called Dominic ungrateful, disrespectful, and a punk-ass kid. He said if someone like that, other than his son, called him out, he would have already kicked their ass at WrestleMania. So the crowd started chanting for Mysterio to kick his ass, kick his ass. Mysterio said, unfortunately, Dominic is his son, and fighting him would be his biggest disgrace as a father. Mysterio said it isn't worth it, and no, I won't fight you ever, especially at WrestleMania. So Mysterio left the ring. Dominic shouted at him again from the ring as he was walking away. He said, just like last week, Rey Mysterio is doing what he does best, run away. He said, last week, you ran away, and the thing that you will be teaching me is again what not to be. You're a scared little man. Is that all that you have? You know, Rey Mysterio is not the best promo in WWE. Nowhere even close. But the believability when you have something like this, obviously looking across Dominic, his son, the believability from Rey Mysterio, or it could be anybody really, you throw a real life situation in here and you see the emotion come out of it you see things progress differently you th you see things kind of 
acted upon differently, mannerisms and, and body language. This was probably one of the best Rey Mysterio promos that I could ever remember, to be quite honest. There was one moment in this promo where he, he it, it, it looked like he tried to hold back tears from crying because he was getting so emotional about you know, Dominic and the life that he wanted to give Dominic and his family and the sacrifices that he had to make and, and the talking about the Hall of Fame especially. You know, it, it breaks my heart that, you know, I'm being inducted into the Hall of Fame and you, my son, cannot be on stage with me. It's a great promo. It was a great promo. And WWE's really stringing you along here. They're really going to drag this out and they're going to take this up until the very end because it is a family dynamic and a sensitive one at that. You can't really make rash decisions based off, you know, this being father and son. It's got it's got to be a little bit more sensitive to Ray. It's got to be a little bit more sensitive to the viewer. They don't want to really admit, you know, admit that Ray Mysterio wants to beat the shit out of his own son. They don't want that. They want to show you the struggle that Rey Mysterio is going through emotionally and mentally. I don't want to do this to my son. He needs a reason. He needs to be forced to do something, to raise his hands, to get physical with his son. What is that going to be? The Hall of Fame is the perfect setup for that. I've said this last week. I'm going to say it again. There is no better moment to set this match up. I'd even go next week without mentioning a fucking thing about this match. As long as they planted the seed. They mentioned it last week. Dominic challenged right to a WrestleMania match. Good. That seed is now planted. The fans know that this match is an idea. It's a potential for WrestleMania. But what you got to do is go to the Hall of Fame. You got to have Dominic show up there with Judgment Day. Whether they all attack or just Dominic. He attacks Conan. He attacks Ray. He does something to get a WrestleMania moment and force Ray to say, you know what, you want your fucking WrestleMania moment, you ruin my Hall of Fame, I'm going to ruin yours, let's do it, one-on-one, father-son, WrestleMania. It's easy. And nothing like that's ever really happened at the Hall of Fame, storyline-wise anyway, so why not? People will remember that for years and years and years. I think that's the best way to go about it. Moving on, we got Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. I I would do the Raquel, but I don't want to end up coughing on stream because I feel one coming on. They went to a tag team element against Tegan Knox and Emma. WrestleMania fatal four-way qualifying match. Do they even have four women's tag teams on the WWE roster? So important this fatal four-way is that this match went three minutes. And then you ask me why I want to see less matches on the WrestleMania card. Here you go. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez were gifted a petty or uh, I would say uh, very desperate WrestleMania inclusion on SmackDown tonight as they win over Tegan Knox and Emma. Not very good. This was not very good at all. Um, Emma is in there with Rodriguez. She tagged in, did Rodriguez. Hit a series of clotheslines. She had Emma with a fallaway slam. Then that corkscrew elbow. Rodriguez made the cover on Knox, or on Emma, rather, but Knox made the save. Morgan entered and took out Knox with a, I believe she did a backstabber. She charged Emma in the corner, but Emma knocked Morgan to the outside. Rodriguez hit the Tejana bomb and then tagged in Morgan who hit Oblivion and made the cover for the win. So WWE is adding 
WrestleMania matches to the card. Basic time filler here. Really not of any importance. All Triple H is trying to do is get eight ladies on the show that weren't re- weren't previously factored into anything just to kind of round out the WrestleMania card. And like I said before in the beginning of the show, they may be looking at a WrestleMania without Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley. So I don't know if they have anybody planned for Bobby Lashley. Somebody mentioned Bronson Reed to me in my chat yesterday. I think that would be a great open challenge. Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed, have them fucking go at it. Two big hosses like that at WrestleMania. Fine. We've seen worse one-on-one matches at WrestleMania. So why not get Bronson Reed on there? But uh, time filler. But WWE going with a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match is, I guess, their replacement for the Women's Battle Royal. I think they might have felt this was a little bit more of a dynamic that could be utilized better than a random battle royal. I know everybody's asking, why don't you just throw all these all these individuals, all these women, all these guys into a battle royal like we've done in previous years? The battle royal was watered down to mean nothing. So why do you want the battle royal back when we all know the battle royal winner does nothing? It, it does nothing for the winner. What do they win? A trophy that looks mustard yellow. Who cares? Do they go on to get a title match? Do they go on to have a a fruitful career? I don't think anybody that's won that battle royal has had anything happen to them even remotely successful. So why? So let's do a fatal four-way. Let's get the winner of this fatal four-way as the number one contender for the worthless women's tag team championships. And it's an easy way for Ronda and Shayna to win this match to go challenge Becky and Lita. That's where they want their story to go. And they're using all these other women as kind of fill-ins to make that happen. Basic filler, Morgan and Rodriguez win. Love the mute button, man. Love the mute button. You know, you seen me cough, but you didn't hear me cough. Oh, my goodness, man. Eric fucking Newton. Oh, my goodness. Eric Newton with a 100 Dollar Super Chat. He says, cheers, JD and chat. Man, I can't wait for Resident Evil 4 next Friday. Got my tickets to John Wick 4, and I'm going to be playing that next Friday, just enjoying a vanilla crown royale right now. Oh, my goodness. Eric Newton, why don't you fucking serve me up one as well, bro? That sounds delicious. And Resident Evil 4, man. It got tens across the board. They said this is the greatest remake in the Resident Evil series. Easily. I can't wait. That shit looks fucking crazy. And that's my favorite Resident Evil game of all time. A lot of people are like, four? How could four be your favorite over one or two? You know, my favorite Resident Evils in the entire franchise legitimately were four and eight. Honestly, I hated five. I thought five was awful. And I don't know what it was. If they need to remake a fucking Resident Evil, they should remake from the ground up five because that shit sucked. The dynamics of that shit were fucking awful, man. Anyway, I'm excited about that. Eric Newton, thank you so very much for the $100 bomb right here on Off The Script. We appreciate you being here tonight inside the OTS venue. Charlotte. Oh, great. I feel physically worse now knowing Charlotte was on the show. 
Charlotte's in the ring. She goes on to say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. No shit, Charlotte. No shit. We got a new man leading creative and you're back. And you're the women's champion. The more things change, the more they stay the same. She hasn't said anything remotely even close to that. As far as truth is concerned. She said when she was a baby, wrestling was built on Rhodes as a challenger and Flair as a champion. She said it's the same this year. Charlotte said that this is her seventh WrestleMania and she's always gone in either as champion or challenger. And Charlotte said that Ripley wants to be the star and the champion, but she has to go through Charlotte. Charlotte said Ripley couldn't do three years, couldn't do it three years ago, and she won't do it now because the more things change, the more they stay the same. So Rhea Ripley comes out, and Ripley obviously is a lot different than what she was three years ago when she faced Charlotte Flair. Ripley entered the ring with Dominic at her side. Ripley got a microphone and started going at Charlotte. Ripley said that Charlotte is right. She said she chose Charlotte. Ripley said she didn't choose Bianca Belair for reasons. <laughs> Charlotte. Now, the reason why you didn't choose Bianca was because of Charlotte. We'll talk about that in a second. Just in, just in case you guys need a, a nice little uh, recourse on uh, what I'm talking about here. But she'll get back to that when the time is right. Ripley said when she walks in the locker room, men and women walk away out of fear. She said she's good at what she does and everyone fears her except for Charlotte. Ripley said that Charlotte is staring her down without fear in her eyes. Ripley said it pisses her off. She said that Charlotte is champion for a reason. Ripley said it's because Charlotte is a superstar and she's one of the biggest stars in WWE. Rhea then said she can give Charlotte all the credit in the world, but she needs the SmackDown Women's Championship. She then said that she needs to be a star. Ripley said that Charlotte is going to learn to call Ripley champion and fear her. Dominic walked up to Charlotte, started taunting her. Ripley then smacked Charlotte, took her down. She fell on her ass. Ripley and Dominic walked off. Charlotte exited the ring and ran around ringside and attacked Rhea right at the entrance of the ramp. Refs appeared and broke up a fight that was happening between the two. Ripley broke away, went back at Charlotte. Charlotte then speared Ripley down. Officials broke them up again. Charlotte broke away, kicked the security guard by accident. Ripley took her down. Ripley tossed Charlotte over the announce table. Officials pulled Ripley back. Charlotte leapt off the announce table onto Ripley and officials, and the two brawled some more before officials finally broke them up. Ripley fought off some of her officials with headbutts, knocked Charlotte into the crowd, and then uh, Charlotte is at ringside. Ripley and Dominic were in the crowd, stood over the crowd. Uh, Charlotte stood in the ring and taunted Ripley with the championship, and Ripley ran towards the barricade, and all these officials are stopping this brawl from going on any longer. I, I'm going to start off with a positive. Believe it or not, I'm going to start off with a positive. I like the fact that WWE might have addressed some criticisms coming out of the last couple of weeks and have given this storyline some juice. 
they finally gave something as far as a story to why Rhea is challenging Charlotte and what Charlotte's problem is with Rhea and addressed three years ago. At least they did something and addressed something. So it looks like WWE addressed some of the criticisms coming out of two weeks ago where none of this really mattered at all. It felt very flat. There's your positive. Now I'm going to go into what I really thought about this segment. Decent brawl, but my God, man, is it just me? Is it just me? Or does everything Charlotte Flair does feel so fucking manufactured? Did this fight feel forced to you guys? Because I know it fucking did for me. This fight was very forced. They felt like, well, everybody's complaining about the fucking, you know, entire story that Melcher says this is going to be the main event of night one. And then Sap puts out something that's not that that's not even remotely close to being correct. And yada, yada, yada. Everybody's talking about what should be the main event of WrestleMania night one. WWE and their management and their writers, they're not stupid. They've seen the fucking criticisms. They've seen all this, you know, transpire on social media. They hear the rumblings of fans and what the fans want, what the fans don't want, what the fans like and what they don't like. This was a product of what happened tonight or today on social media. And WWE felt like they needed to really make a statement hey, what you guys are saying on social media is not true. There is juice to this. There is a story, and we're going to show you tonight. All it did to me, or all it, all it did for me was jump off the TV screen as incredibly forced. Hey, let's manufacture a big brawl with officials and referees and, and management staff getting kicked in the face and brawling into the crowd. Oh, man, I mean, the fans are got to look at this as a main event match now, right? Give me a fucking break. No matter what they do, it doesn't matter what they do, it will not be worthy of the main event of WrestleMania. I'm sorry. The feud is flat. We love Rhea. Don't get it twisted. We love Rhea. But the match doesn't deserve to be in the main event of WrestleMania. You know, I may be sick. I may be under the weather. You guys may think I'm delusional, but I'm going to throw some fucking facts at you right now because I'm on fire tonight and I don't give a shit how shitty I feel. You want the fucking truth? Let's talk the truth, okay? Everybody thinks I have a Charlotte Flair agenda. The blind hatred for Charlotte Flair is running wild in JD on off the script. Fine, you want to think that? Fine, let's talk about Charlotte Flair. Let's look at Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, man. How long has this storyline been going on? How long has this storyline been going on? We've been seeing this now be conducted over a 12-month period. By the time we get to WrestleMania, it will be a full calendar year, okay? That is the biggest storyline, not only in WWE, but that is the biggest storyline in all of pro wrestling, and that alone deserves a main event payoff. Charlotte Flair won the SmackDown Women's Championship in December. She came back after a seven-month absence. She didn't beat anybody. 
She wasn't on TV for seven months. She showed up and cashed in what I call the Charlotte in the Bank contract. Go cry to management. I'm the greatest of all time, and I deserve this, and politic your way here, and agenda this, and I'm Ric Flair's daughter, and blah, blah, blah. Cashes in her Charlotte in the Flair contract, Charlotte in the Bank contract, beats Ronda Rousey, and becomes the SmackDown Women's Champion. What exactly has she done to even deserve the championship? She's won the championship. Now that she's the champion, is the division better? Has she made the women's division better than it was? Has she made the SmackDown Women's Championship better? Has she defended the fucking title on pay-per-view? The answer to all those questions is no. Charlotte has not defended the title on pay-per-view since she's won it. And the only one she's defended the title against is Sonya Deville. And you're asking me to sit there and think Charlotte Flair is a main event act for WrestleMania on the run she's had with the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, but J.D., Rhea Ripley won the Royal Rumble. I'm sorry. How many people in the annals of WWE history won the Royal Rumble and didn't main event WrestleMania? Why do we need to give Rhea Ripley the main event of WrestleMania? Because she won the Royal Rumble. Nothing's guaranteed. Oh, but J.D., we need equal opportunity for the women. I don't give a shit about equal opportunity. 99% of the time, I'd agree with you. This year, I don't agree with you. The only reason why Charlotte is wrestling Rhea Ripley, or I should say, let me rephrase that. The only reason why Rhea Ripley did not choose Bianca Belair is because if she did, then Bianca would be the first woman in WWE history to main event WrestleMania twice. Now, if she chose Charlotte, Charlotte would be the first woman to main event WrestleMania twice. And we all know the way Charlotte take polit- Charlotte politics. We all, all know the agenda behind Charlotte with WWE. We can't have anybody else have that accolade besides Charlotte. I'm sorry. The match itself does not belong in the main event. The match itself is not a main event WrestleMania match. It may main event a Backlash or a Saudi show or whatever else, a B-level show. It's not good enough for WrestleMania. I don't give a shit what you think. Royal Rumble's not enough to bring to an argument as why Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair deserve the WrestleMania main event. You cannot put politics and political agenda over or sexism or whatever else fucking... You know, equal opportunity for the women over the men. You can't put any of those reasons in the main event of WrestleMania over Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens that has been the absolute driving force of WWE for the last calendar year. Look at what Charlotte has done compared to what Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have done. It's not even a fucking comparison. So for everybody thinking that Charlotte and Rhea Ripley should main event WrestleMania, the answer is no. Dave Meltzer said that that's the plan. There are others, a few others, that said, no, that's actually not the plan. And the rumor right now is that WWE is leaning towards Sammy and KO versus the Usos. Good. A payoff for the biggest storyline in WWE over the last 10 years deserves the main event of WrestleMania. Then you get Cody and Roman on night two. I don't know what else there is to tell you guys. 
All I'm going to hear is, but, 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 but Rhea Ripley, but Royal Rumble, but Charlotte. Oh my God, she's a spectacular athlete. Give me a fucking break. She's not sleeping with you. Enough of the fucking tribalism with these fan bases. Stop. She don't know you exist. She doesn't care. And Charlotte is evil. She politicked her way to get where she is. She's a 14-time champion, and nothing that she's done has been memorable. She's ridden the coattails of her father up until this point and will ride them into the Hall of Fame. If she didn't have Ric Flair as her father, where would she be? She wouldn't be in the main event of WrestleMania going on a second time. You want the fucking pipe bomb? There you go. Sorry. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. Absolutely no doubt about it. No hesitations asked is the main event of night one for WrestleMania. The main event should be a sacred thing. We don't hand out main events because, oh my God, the women deserve it because we need to treat them as equal. No, bitch. The storyline is the biggest storyline since Daniel Bryan and the miracle on fucking, you know, WrestleMania 39. That's what we need. Story. Story over politics. Long-term booking over politics. Long-term booking over agenda. Ridiculous. Give me a fucking break with this nonsense, man. The IWC is full of fucking half-witted idiots. The excuses I heard today were disgusting. Give me a break. Could it be a good match? Listen, it will be a good match. Will it be a match of the night? No. <laughs> no, it won't be a match of the night. Give me a break. You know what I mean? All the matches of the night there may be. Will it be the best women's match of the weekend? Maybe. Oscar and Bianca Belair are going to have something to say about that. Maybe. Charlotte's not at the top. Oh, my God. It's the end of the world. Sami Zayn was in the back with Kayla Braxton. Zayn said it was a heavy night as a guy who considered him a brother drove off on him and another guy who considered him his brother is waiting to take him out in the ring. Zayn said if he brought all of this on himself, then he needs to handle it himself. So Zayn was blaming himself now. Zayn was blaming himself. He said if Jay wants to put up, then it's time to put up. Xavier Woods versus L.A. Knight. Three minutes. Knight's gimmick is incredibly over. But I don't see L.A. Knight winning matches. I don't know where this is going. But if we are to believe the report that came out this week that LA Knight is going to be pushed after WrestleMania and they got big things planned for him, I hope that's the fucking case because he doesn't win a fucking match. He's lost every match he's been in since the pitch black garbage at the Royal Rumble with Bray Watt. Three minutes. Woods is hit with a neck breaker. And then he planted Woods with a face-first uh, move, like a, I think it was uh, like a skull-crushing finale-type move. Knight made the cover for a near fall. Woods rolled up Knight with backwoods for the win. Three, three minutes, quick. I don't know why. What is LA Knight doing at WrestleMania, man? That's going to be a thing going into WrestleMania. Are we going to see somebody like Stone Cold? Is he going to challenge Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania? We don't know. We know he's going to be there. What he's going to be doing is a completely different situation. 
So, LA Knight after this match, we go to commercial break. We come back. LA Knight's walking in the back, and he's with Kayla. Let me talk to you. Knight walked away because he sees Rey Mysterio signing autographs at a table in the distance. Knight said if Mysterio isn't going to fight his son at WrestleMania, then I will. Knight said he'll call himself L.A. Mysterio and be a deadbeat dad as well. Mysterio smacked Knight, spoke to him in Spanish, and Mysterio walked off. Knight asked what Mysterio just said in Spanish. Match is booked for next week. And we got L.A. Knight versus Rey Mysterio. Another loss for Mr. Knight. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, winner, faces Gunther. At WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. And we got a situation where nobody won. We got a disqualification because of Imperium. Who came out and foolishly turned the tides here to swing in either Sheamus or Drew McIntyre's favor. They beat the shit out of each other. Give me a second. Another cough. They beat the shit out of each other. And they always have a great match. So Sheamus is in the ring. And Gunther, Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci came out to ringside to get a closer look. So you kind of knew when they came out there that things were about to go down and something was going to happen with the finish. McIntyre offered a handshake. Sheamus refused. Sheamus and McIntyre went back and forth. And neither got the advantage early on. Back and forth shots, Irish curse, backbreaker by Sheamus. Sheamus went for the 10 beats. McIntyre broke free. Sheamus climbed to the top rope, but McIntyre cut him off. Big superplex by McIntyre right ahead of a commercial break. So we go back to the action from a commercial break. McIntyre and Sheamus, they were trading uh, chops in there against the ropes. Sheamus finally hit the 10 beats to take over on Drew. Sheamus set up for the bro kick. McIntyre avoided and hit a neckbreaker. He went for the Claymore, but Sheamus counted with a, a huge running knee for a near fall. Sheamus and McIntyre back up. They're trading clotheslines. McIntyre and Sheamus hit the Claymore and the bro kick at the same time, and both guys were down. The referee's counting seven, eight, nine, and all of a sudden, with Imperium on the outside, Gunther gets in the ring and stops the referee's count. So he felt like he felt like neither one of these guys was going to make the 10 count. So he gets in the ring, starts yelling at them. He starts berating them. Get up. Get up. You want this title? He's pointing at his title. You want this title? All of a sudden, Imperium gets in the ring, the rest of Imperium, I should say, and they beat the shit out of Sheamus and Drew McIntyre and cause a no contest. They cause a no contest. And the match ends with nobody winning and nobody going to WrestleMania. So Gunther, he said last week he wants a solo opponent. The match last week was supposed to determine a solo opponent, not multiple opponents, not plural. That's what he said. So we get this situation where Gunther's walking up the aisleway. Adam Pearce shows up on the Titantron and he says, Correct me if I'm wrong, Gunther, but last week you said you wanted one opponent and not multiple opponents for WrestleMania, but you leave me no choice now with what you and your guys did. It is now official. At WrestleMania, it will be you defending the IC title against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Triple threat match. It's now made official. Love it. Could be the banger match of the night. 
of the entire weekend. Never mind the fucking night it's on, of the entire weekend. This is where we needed to be. A lot of people were like, oh, Brock Lesnar and Gunther is the idea. No, it was never the idea. It will be the idea somewhere in the future, but Sheamus and Gunther, round three, in some way, shape, or form, was going to be the plan. That's it. This match is going to absolutely be one of the best things that you see all weekend. And I love that McIntyre is added because he just adds a whole different dynamic to what we've already seen with Sheamus and Gunther. Could they have gotten to where they needed to be a little bit better? Sure. They could have easily just kept it the same way with the double pin coming out of the Fatal Five-Way and just make the match there. But WWE needs TV. They need to fill TV with something, so they strung this on and strung this along. They got you another week of television, and this is what they ended up with. They could have did a, a dozen different things better, but this is what they went with, and this is what they're relying on. Who cares? I could sit here and complain about how they went about making the triple threat match for another five minutes, but it doesn't matter because no matter how poorly executed it was, we got the final outcome and we got to where we needed to be. We got the match that we wanted. We got the match that we needed for WrestleMania and all is good. And WrestleMania gets legitimately another possible match of the year candidate and a banger. So why would anybody complain? Plus, Having Sheamus and McIntyre in a one-on-one match, never to me, to me anyway, maybe to you, but to me, never gets boring. Sami Zayn and Jey Uso, they were the main events segment of the show. Jey Uso's in the ring, and Sami Zayn made his entrance, so we're having a little face-to-face here confrontation between the two. Zayn started talking on the ramp. He asked if this is what Jay wanted. He asked if Jay wanted him to pull out. Zayn said he did. Zayn asked how Jay wanted to do this. Jay walked towards Zayn slowly. Jay said that he had a job to do tonight, but Zayn is about to hear this. Jay says he didn't like or trust Sammy from day one. He said he didn't want Zayn around his family. He then said that week, Week after week, everyone started to like Sammy. I didn't. Jay said he always thought it was his job to protect his family. He said the one time he let his guard down, Sammy betrayed him and embarrassed him. Jay said it made him look stupid. Jay said he called Zane his brother. Jay said that since day one, Zane has always been a fake-ass ooze. Jay says he didn't have a choice on what he did. So Zayn cut him off and said, yes, you do have a choice. You've always had a choice. Zayn said that Jay chooses to take Reigns' abuse. Zayn said Jay isn't mad at him. He's mad at himself. Zayn said Jay isn't mad at Zayn. And the fact that he hit Reigns with the chair, Jay is mad because Jay didn't have the opportunity to do it first. Zayn told Jay he always has a choice. Jay then got angry and attack Zayn. Zayn fought back. Jimmy then comes in. It becomes a two-on-one. Zayn fought back. Jay recovered, and more two-on-one attack. They went outside. They beat him up with the steel steps. Uso's thrown back in the ring. Kevin Owens' music plays. He runs out. He appears behind the Usos, so he's standing there without them knowing. He took out Jimmy, And then beat on Jay in the corner. Owens then turned to Jimmy and tossed him out of the ring. 
Owens beat on Jay in the corner. Pop-up powerbomb on Jay and a stunner to Jimmy. At the end of all this, the Usos were taken out. They rolled to the outside. The crowd chanted for Owens and Zayn to hug it out, and Owens power-walked his way over to Sami Zayn, who was in the corner, and they embraced, and they hugged, and the crowd popped big. What a moment. In the back, they showed Rhodes watching on a monitor, smiling as Owens and Zayn stared. Now the Usos from the ring. Owens and Zayn are back. WrestleMania match all but confirmed. And that's the way SmackDown went off the air. Do I still think the reuniting of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens should have happened at the Elimination Chamber? Maybe. Did we get what we needed? Yeah. Did it take a while to get there? Yeah. Do I appreciate WWE wanting to add more layers onto the story? Yeah. Was it just as good? I wouldn't say it was just as good, but man, the moment was special. The moment was special. This is this is this is it. I mean, we we got what we wanted, and like I told you guys, you know, it became a little bit more clear what Kevin Owens really wanted out of all this. He wanted Sami Zayn to basically tell him, "Bro, I love you. You're my brother. I can't do this without you. Please." That's all he wanted. That became abundantly clear tonight, and we got that hug, and it was special. And this match, main event of night one. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens taking on the bloodline, the first fucking foundation of the bloodline to fall, and that is going to be the most memorable thing that happens at WrestleMania in Los Angeles. I can't wait for it. Everything has been brilliant. This payoff, this storyline, and the payoff to the storyline absolutely 1,000% deserves to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Love it. That's all I got for you guys. That was the entire review, man. I appreciate you guys joining me on the podcast this evening. And my condition is deteriorating even worse. I feel like shit. Now I can't breathe. Don't get sick, man. Don't get sick. Follow me on social media, man, at JD from NY206, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Links are down below in the description. Go check out all the other videos that you might have missed on the channel. Everything you need is on the homepage. Plenty of it. Hit that thumbs up. We got 681 likes. On the stream, I'm going to need you guys to do me a solid, man. Hit that thumbs up if you enjoyed the show tonight. Or if you just want to show your appreciation, man, for me being ill and even still being here. I would really appreciate you hit that thumbs up. Tonight's show sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Code script 20 at checkout. 20% off and free shipping. Guys, if you have not picked up the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, man, the technology behind this new Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard the way that you want. How? 
20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy draws full of extra add-ons. Unbelievable. It's waterproof. Titanium-coated T-blade. It's tough on hair, but smooth on skin. Leading to single-stroke shaving and satisfaction that you can almost feel when you're doing it, man. It's fucking great. Love it. They're going to include a beard shampoo and a beard conditioner as well. You guys need to remember, man, the hair on your face is different from any other part of your body. So you need to take care of it differently. It's more coarse. It's easier to damage than hair on your head. So you need to take care of it. That's where the beard shampoo and conditioner comes into play. They're also going to throw in some beard oil and beard balm, which styles, moisturizes, and tames for a sculpted look that attracts all the ladies for sure, man. Plus, they're going to give you three free gifts, a beard brush, a beard comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. 20% off, free shipping, code SCRIPT20 at checkout, manscaped.com, the Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 different lengths. Love it. Let's get into the Super Chat, guys. We got these... Beautiful people to shout out tonight. Uncle Willie becomes a new member, man. Thank you, Uncle Willie, for your membership in the VIP club. Joseph Taylor. JD, your top five favorite tag teams from the past 10 years. Usos, FTR. Dem boys. Probably say the Street Profits. And I'd probably go with the Lucha Brothers. Michelle Moran with a $5 super chat. KO and Sammy together again is epic. It gave me goosebumps. Love it. All the more reason their match should main event night one. Fuck Charlotte. Gotta love it, man. Glad you guys feel the same way. I agree, Michelle. Ron Hub with a new membership. Thank you, Ron. What are you drinking tonight, Ron? DX Tricksters with a 21-month membership. They managed to keep Sammy and Cody over without people turning on Cody. That's incredible. Sammy and KO hugging it out was beautiful. Made me legit tear up. I teared up as well, bro. A little bit. A little bit of a, of a salty substance coming out of my eyes. Tay Tay the Savior with a 499 Super Chat. KO and Sami Zayn versus Usos Night 1 Main Event. Cody versus Roman Night 2 Main Event. Yes. The way it should be. Gregory Benson with a 999. Thoughts and prayers go out to you, JD. Over your grandmother as well as rage over the loss of her mother. Thank you, Gregory. Much appreciated, man. Grandma is, uh, is on the mend, I believe, from the last update that I got from my cousins tonight. Fantasy Kid with a $10 Super Chat. Thoughts and prayers go out to Rage and the family of Lance Reddick as Commander Zavala in Destiny. Destiny won't be the same without him. No way. No way that it can, brother. Sidro with a $5 Super Chat. Hey, my tribal chief of IWC. No jokes tonight. Not feeling. Also, want to send my praise to your grandma and my deepest, deepest condolences for Rage. Thank you, Sidro. I appreciate you taking the night off with the jokes, man. 
not really in the joking type of mood right now. But I appreciate you being here, man. Noah Tacon with an eight-month Austin Riley MVP season inbound. I hope so. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to the Met fans as well. Uh, Edwin Diaz, man, out. Don't know how you guys feel about that, but another controversy, man. The World Baseball Classic is another controversy on social media today. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I'd be fucking pissed. I don't know about you guys. I'd be fucking pissed. If Albies or, or Acuna went down for the year playing in that fucking shit, I don't give a fuck about that. What's more important is the season here. Stephen Brewer with a 1999 Super Chat. JD, I want to propose a toast to your grandmother, Rage's mom and Mr. Rick, and anyone else who's lost a loved one. I also want to raise my glass to my wife, who I lost three and a half years ago. Cheers, everybody. Stephen, I, I, I appreciate you, brother. And I'm sorry to hear that, man. My thoughts and prayers with you as well, man. Hopefully you're doing well. Kasim with a 499. What's up, JD? Man, why they keep hating on one on Twitter for speaking facts? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess you're talking about me. Uh, I don't I don't know, bro. Why they keep hating on me for spitting facts, man? I mean, people think I'm complaining for spitting facts. Oh, why is he yelling? Oh, why is he so angry? I don't know. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. Sidro with a $5 super chat. Smackdown's ending. Goosebumps and teared up. What a moment. Stories like these are the best. And Cody's smile of approval like a mentor to them was a nice touch. Yes. Absolutely. Joseph Gonzalez with a new membership. Joseph, what the fuck are you drinking, bro? Frankie DiBella. 199. Hey, a bit angry. Thanks for what you do. Well, I'm sorry you're angry, uh, angry Frankie. Let's have a drink and calm down, man. We'll, we'll, everything will be good. Dom Wapo with a 199. Episodes like this is why I think Triple H runs SmackDown. Yes. Completely different show from Monday Night Raw, man. I, I believe Vince is running Monday Night Raw or mostly mon- running Monday Night Raw. Or most of his ideas are on Monday night and, and Triple H has SmackDown. Monday Night Raw is not a Triple H production anymore. I just feel it in my bones. I really do. Drizzy Drew says, Ronda got released. Bro. Uh, then he says, never mind. It was a false account. I fell for it. Bro, y- y- you, gotta, you gotta pay attention, man. Ronda would never get released by WWE. TK with a 499 Super Chat. Bloodline main eventing every show weekly. I by far the best, or by far the best, but they're not main eventing. A slap in the face to us fans who've been invested in this. Yes. Charlotte and Rhea do not deserve the main event. Um, speaking of TK, the real TK, uh, he booked Vikingo and Omega. On Wednesday's Dynamite. Also, something that's kind of divided the internet wrestling community. Who? Who is he? Why should I care that there's no story? Oh. You're about to get a match of the year classic. And everybody's fucking, oh, well, who is he? 
Well, I don't know. If you paid attention to what the fuck was going on, this match was supposed to happen back two years ago. Now, there are uh, there are some reservations. There are some questions. that I, Why didn't TK wait to save this for Forbidden Door? Maybe he's got something bigger planned for Omega at Forbidden Door. They wanted to do it now. That's what everybody's at. Who? The Viking Raiders. Heisenberg with a 279. If the Usos lose the titles, so is Rome. I don't know about that, man. I don't take the title off Roman. Bradley Xavier with a five. If Roman is retaining, what if Cody and Reigns main event night one and Usos, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens main event night two to give WrestleMania a happy ending? No. It's not what has been reported, bro. And Cody's already said that the main event will be happening on April 2nd with him and Roman. Eric Newton, thank you again for the 100 bomb, brother. Appreciate you being here in the venue. Basic with a 499. LA Knight is getting the money in the bank winner treatment. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Furious Nation with a $5 super chat. What's up, JD? Happy St. Patrick's Day, bro. Thank you, brother. I did not have anything to drink today, believe it or not. Francisco with a $5 super chat. If Charlotte didn't exist, Sasha Banks would be in the main event of this year's WrestleMania. I'm not even sure about that, bro. I'm not even sure about that. Furious with a 15 in Super Chats. Also, I'm sorry about your grandmother, bro. Hope she is okay. My thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. We are all here for you, man. Thank you, brother. Everything's, uh, I think, okay. Watching Sammy and KO hug it out tonight really hit close to home and reminded me so much of the emotional moment with WrestleMania 18 with Hogan and The Rock in Toronto in 2002. Thoughts? Well, I wouldn't say it's the same as that. Rock and Hogan weren't best friends like Sammy and KO are, but this one's going to be a little bit more emotional. Marzi Christ with a new membership. Thank you, Marzi. What the fuck are you drinking, bro? Ali with a 499. Hey, Jay, just want to say hopefully you get better soon so we can see you in your new venue coming up. I'll be fine by then, bro. We got two weeks left. Thank you, man. The Undertaker. With a $5 super chat, he says, just got out of the Alter Bridge concert, and I'd be lying if I said I didn't cry like a baby. Keep up the great work, brother. Man, oh, man. When they played Watch Over You, bro, goodbye, it's all over. When Miles sits down acoustically, bro, and he strums those notes, man, I the fucking tears just fall before he even says a fucking word. And then obviously with Blackbird, I mean, because that's my grandpa's song, forget about it, man. No doubt about it. Every time I go to an Alter Bridge concert, man, there's tears flowing. No doubt about it, 100%. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. They are amazing. Marzi Christ with a 499. Feel better, bro. Not feeling better either, but you are the man OTS for life. Thank you, Marzi. I appreciate you being here, bro. Thank you for uh, becoming a member, man. Mucho. Mucho, mucho appreciated. Um, let's throw some Doc on. The doc type of night. Uh, Sean Ray J with a $20 super chat. Tonight's show was a very story driven show, which is good to see. So different from Raw. Kayo and Sammy, easily the main. Rhea Charlotte Brawl gave Live Ronda Brawl vibes, felt forced. Drew being added protects Gunther from being pinned. Um, I would pin Gunther. 
I would absolutely pin Gunther in that match. Still. Uh, AWC Legend. Thank you, Sean Ray J with the 20 bomb, brother. Uh, AWC Legend with a 499. Love the show, Jay. The all love sent from Ireland. OTS for life. Man, if I was feeling good, man, no place I'd rather be on this St. Patrick's Day than drinking at Temple Bar, brother. Love it. Love the country. Tutti Fruity with a 199. Cody had that proud dad smile. Yes, he did. Mike NY with a $2 super chat. Feel better, Oos. Rumor budget cuts are soon. I don't know if there are budget cuts. I don't know where you guys are getting this rumor that budget cuts are happening. The report that I read was that budget is being cut from WrestleMania, and WrestleMania will include less people on hand so that the revenue of the show reaches an all-time high. That's what I read. I don't know if budget cuts are happening, but if they do happen, I wouldn't be surprised because Vince is back, and Vince wants to sell the company. And Furious Nation with a $5 super chat times two. My thoughts and condolences go out to Rage's mother as well. I feel so bad for her, man. Also, I feel SmackDown is the A show compared to Raw Thoughts. Yes, it is. I feel Triple H is booking more SmackDown than he is Raw. Vince has something to do with Raw, I feel. I know I don't watch NXT Level Up, but sadly, I watched Quincy Elliott versus Reggie from Level Up last week, and man, it was awful and embarrassing. Quincy Elliott is fucking terrible, and Quincy Elliott should be out of the fucking wrestling business, man. He's awful. He's terrible. He's a terrible human being from what I hear, too. How that man is allowed on NXT is just fucking awful. The fact that I saw the clip that I did, and it had the NXT logo uh, front and center, that... That clip was an NXT clip after all that we've been through with NXT, man. That is a fucking... Whoever allowed that on TV should be fucking fired. Embarrassing. And people are claiming it's the same thing as like Viscera and all this other shit. No. No, I'm sorry. Ridiculous. Guys, we're about to get out of here, man. I am uh, about to take uh, an aspirin. I'm about to make a Theraflu. And I'm about to go the fuck to bed, to be honest with you. I'm uh, I'm done. I got a busy weekend. You're not going to hear from me tomorrow. Uh, I got plans tomorrow. Hopefully, I am uh, okay to do what I got to do tomorrow. Sunday, you'll see me live because there's plenty of news for a, a stream on Sunday. We'll talk about all the uh, controversial topics on Sunday. Appreciate you guys being here, man. We managed to get through the show. Don't know how, but we did. Next time you see me is on Sunday, man. I uh, will be getting the podcast up tonight on Spotify and iTunes as well. So if you guys want to go check that out on there and take it with you to work tomorrow, you guys can do that. But uh, I appreciate you all stopping by tonight live. The different experience live than it is when you listen back to it. And it's going to be completely different, man. My mother's basement's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to show you guys what's going on. Should be awesome. Make sure you guys follow me on social media, man. At JD from NY206, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Links are down below in the description of this video. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. We're not even at 800 likes. Why is it so hard to get likes, man? What do I got to do for you guys? I mean, I came on here. I got a full-blown fucking head cold. 
feel like shit. The least you could do is hit the fucking like button, man. I mean, holy shit. What do I gotta do? Hit the thumbs up. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for the memberships tonight. We had a couple of new members, man. Thank you for being in the venue. Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Code SCRIP20 at checkout. Make sure you guys go get yourself some Manscaped product. Excellent stuff, including the Beard Edger Pro Kit, now available at manscaped.com. And make sure you guys go check out all the other videos that you might have missed on the channel. Plenty, plenty, plenty of content for you guys, man. I'm about to go make myself a hot beverage. I'll see you guys on Sunday, man. But before I get out of here, let me see those ace emojis in the chat. Let me see those Mustang emojis in the chat. Let me see those rock on emojis in the chat. You know what? Before the fucking solo comes on, I'm getting the hell out of here, man. But you guys know what to do when that guitar solo comes on. I want to hear that music on max. I'll see you guys Sunday for episode 469 right here on OTS. I'll see you guys later.